Gitten Perches Mishnah Zayin eight seven, and really a very similar Mishnah to the previous. Uh, the basic case here is a little different, though. Here we have Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Shimon has two wives. We'll call them B and C, not to confuse with the previous case at all. B and C have no relationship whatsoever to Reuven in this case. Um, but what happens is Shimon dies without children, so they fall to Yibum. Reuven does Yibum with Miss B, so now B is Reuven's wife, and that exempts C from any further Yibum requirements, so now she goes on a merry way and marries a new fellow. We'll call him Levi. Okay, so our mission says, well, what happens if it turns out that this girl B, who Reuven did Yibum with, actually is, like we saw in the previous Mishnah, she's an Ailanis, that means she never becomes mature and able to have children, and therefore, not only is the Yibum not effective, because you actually can't do Yibum with an Ailanis, but the whole original marriage to Shimon wasn't effective. It was, a, again, the Taos, it was a mistake, and therefore retroactivity was never a marriage, which means Shimon had just one wife, that wife was Miss C. She was supposed to be even with Reuven. Instead, she didn't. She married Levi. So the mission says in such a case, everything falls apart. She has to leave Levi. And all the previous, from two Mishnahs ago, consequences kick in, including, according to the Mishnah, the children that are born from her and Levi are Mamzerim. That's like Rabbi Akiva, like so the previous Mishnah. But in fact, the halacha is the Nakmi Mamzerim, because the prohibition of of what's called Yivam Lashuk is just a Durabanan, not Chayav Karas. Um, but uh, that's the whole gist of our Mishnah. And the Chiddush is, you might have thought that since um, someone did Yibum, there'd be like less of nasty consequences for the other Tsar, the other co-wife. Um, but here, the point of our Mishnah is, no, when a woman gets remarried, as you saw in the previous couple Mishnahs, it's uh, absolutely incumbent on all the people involved, including her and the rabbis and everyone who's doing the marriages and marrying, to make absolutely sure that the woman is absolutely eligible and free to marry this new husband and have resolved whatever outstanding issues there were regarding her old marriage. That's the point of this mission, like the previous mission. Inside it says, Hakonas as Yevimto, if Reuven went and he married this woman B, who had been married to Shimon, Reuven marries Shimon's widow through Yibam. Hakonas is the verb for taking in one's um, late brother's wife as through Yibam. And then, Vahalcha Tsarasa, her co-wife, meaning Miss C, the other one who was married to Shimon, she goes, Vinises Laacher, she marries another person. She marries this fellow Levi, unrelated to Reuven and Shimon. Okay? Now, Vinimtses Zos Shehi Ailanus, then it's discovered that this woman, Miss B, who married Reuven through Yibum, it turns out that she's an Ailanus, therefore she never is going to be able to have children, therefore her original marriage to Shimon was... Uh, therefore she was never married to him therefore Shimon just had one wife that wife was C that woman C should have done Yibum with Reuven but she didn't she married Levi and therefore she has to leave Levi she can't say married to him she has to get a get from him um, she, that's a dinder abanan she'll have to go uh, back to Reuven and get a chalitza from him because she can't marry him and v'chol hadurachem ha'elu and all the consequences that we saw in the previous Mishnah, or Mishnayas, called Mishnayas, um, kick in, like I said before, including according to this Mishnah, besides for the economic considerations of, of uh, the Ksuba and so on, also the children of Mamzerim, but the Lacha, like I said before, is not like that. The Lacha is like, not like Rabbi Kiva, so the children would not be uh, Mamzerim, because, uh, technically speaking, she was only an Isser love, not a Isser Karas, to marry Levi.